Uh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to another Spotlight episode. I'm your host, Big T-Will. I got my man with me, my ride or die. Sometimes I'd rather, you know, choke him than have him ride next to me in my seatbelt. But he's like a big brother, little brother. My man, RV. What's up, RV? <laughs> <laughs> what an, You sure know how to introduce <laughs> the producer every show. You find a way. You find a way to make me laugh on the other side of it. Find a way, man. Listen, you got to keep it light. You know, I got to let the people know that uh, this is all real. What we do is real. We're not doing this for We're not doing it for all that in and out stuff. We're doing this as the real deal. So on the spotlight episodes, you know, we spotlighting uh, our starting five. And and it's up to Rob. He picks out who we want to spotlight. So on this episode, Mr. Robert Brown, who are we spotlighting? All right, with this with this one, man, I'm gonna spotlight the guy that you know changed up well, changed up the season for us last year and makes this season uh, all all the more exciting to anticipate and to wait for. And that's James Harden, the beard. Oh, twisted! I I didn't think he was going with Harden. Oh yeah, I'm a Harden guy, man. It, Harden is what is gonna make this this machine go. Talk to me about Harden, man. Go ahead. That's your guy. Talk to me. That's What's my up? guy, man. I, I, give, I think. Give me a little listen. Listen, listen. Let me set the stage for everybody. So on our last spotlight, I mentioned that Rob and I heard a caller on national on local radio who did not know where Tyrese Maxey went to school at. He went to school at University of Kentucky. We made jokes about it. I'm pretty sure there's some people that don't know where James Harden went to school at. There are probably some people because he's been in the league for some time now. People forgot. Hey, boy, watch your mouth. He ain't that old. <laughs> he's not that. Hey, I just he said the O word. <laughs> what you trying to tell What you say, huh? I said for a minute. You said the O word. Are you old now? <laughs> oh man. So I know where he went to school at. I I watched I watched Harden uh, in the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. and when he got drafted. So do you know where he went to school? James Harden was a Sun Devil at Arizona State. Okay. Did Always you makes me up? laugh seeing young Harden in those pictures of young Harden at, at Arizona State. With no beard, right? Right, yes. And, yeah. got, and he's got the he's got the stray hand look a little bit in the middle, right? right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the transition into OKC, OKC Harden as well with the with the Mohawk with, with no beard with, with the with the beard as well. No, he had no beard in the OKC, right? No beard. He had the goatee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. He had to go to and then, you know, it just it blossomed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Blossoming in the beer. Hey Rob, man, give everyone a little bit of background about James Harden. This is your guy. I'll let you do your guy. Hey man, so as you know, you know, it wasn't that far long ago, but it was the 09, 09 draft. He was the third pick overall. And you know, when he was picked, I'm sure you know we had no uh, no type of guess that he would end up <laughs> end up a sixer, and he's had you know one of the one of the more great careers that we've seen when it comes to scoring and what he was able to do with the uh with the ball and an offense we've never kind of seen besides him when it comes to the ISO ball and everything like that. One of the greatest scores that we've ever seen, and honestly, I feel like having him on the team this year, nobody. He he's just a walking offense. Like he, you plug him in, and he's gonna be able to 
increase the efficiency and move the ball around of any offense that he's a part of if he has the weapons around him. And we've we've got weapons, man. We've got weapons, and I think Harden is the is gonna be that 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 quarterback that 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 guy that distributes and and make sure everybody's doing what they need to do on the floor. And also, while you know, putting the ball in the putting the ball in the hoop, man, it's the name of the game. And he does it better than a lot of a lot of people in this league still to the even even in his older age. <laughs> so I, I that's that's just my my key to the season, man, because we know we know what Embiid's going to do. He's the best in the league. We know that. But what we do need is Harden to um, to move this ball around and make this offense flow more uh, efficiently. Uh, James Harden, August 26, 1989. He just had a birthday. And if you did not see the pictures on the Internet, I, I suggest you go look. My man had a birthday cake on a yacht, and he was so locked into this season and his training, he took this five-layer birthday cake and threw it in the ocean. <laughs> Didn't do that. Didn't want no part of this birthday cake. He's all about winning this year. And, you know, there's not much more you can say about that. The beard, El Chapo, Jimbo Slice, Honey Bun, whatever <laughs> you want to call it, <laughs> Whatever you want to call him, I ain't calling him that. The what we used to call him because he's not. He he flies straight now. He with us. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like in shape, Harden right now, locked in, Harden. The league does not want to see that. I'm did you, telling did you. you see? Did you see him put what's his name on his butt? In the preseason? Oh, oh yeah, on his back pocket. Who? Did, I don't even know who it was. Um, yeah. do you remember who it was? But he did it dirty. Yeah, I don't. I, all I remember was Cleveland. That's it. Oh yeah, just, <laughs> it was on the Cavs, and that was vintage Harding. You just you, you get switched on him, and it's like, oh my god! You realize, especially if you if you're a bigger guy, you realize you're on an island with this man, and, and you don't know where he's going. You might think you know where he's going, but you have no idea. And, and next thing you know, you're on your back pocket. Wondering where he went. He's getting what should have been an and one um, floater right off the glass, which is so just so talented. That's that's just him on on, on regular on autopilot. That's just what he does. Like, like at this point, like it's nothing special to him. He's shifty. He's he can easily get by with with, with a couple of moves, especially like I said, if you're big. Oh, good luck. Yeah. So seeing Harden do the little vintage Harden and put. Put my man on on put yeah he sat my man down he's like look here you have a seat right here see you see hard and do that and then hit the J while he did it fam something special man uh-huh. you said in the opening he's one of the best scorers we've seen in the NBA isn't he third on all time three pointers he might be because he people forget how many threes he was hitting. He's third. He is Curry. It's Curry, uh, Reggie, and then Harden. Didn't Harden pass uh, Ray Allen? Um, look that so. up. Look that up for me. He's up there. He's got over nine hundred NBA career games. 
You know, he's averaging 25 points still. In shape, Harden is is going to be a problem for the East. And that's the only that's my only concern with Harden. Just stay stay in shape, stay healthy, don't get hurt. You know, I I worried early on with Embiid about that, but I don't worry about that so much now. Right. He's third, by the way, behind he Curry and Allen. Miller, he's he he passed. Uh, okay, so I had a I had him flip flop. Yep, he's, I, had him, I, had him I don't know when he's gonna catch Ray Allen. He, you know, Ray Allen's got twenty nine hundred seventy three. James Harden's got twenty five hundred ninety three. Yeah, he might not catch Uncle Ray, but he'll get close. He'll get close, depending on how many more years he play. He'll get right. close, and just and that just tells you look. That's just fascinating. It's ridiculous about Steph Curry. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Right. And he, you know, passed him a couple hundred ago. So a couple hundred. And he's still, look, he's still a young bull balling. Oh, yeah. It ain't going to stop anytime soon. It's crazy. Curry, we had that conversation, goat conversation, remember? Mm -hmm. Curry goat. We're going to bring that back. Okay. Bookmark that. We're going to bring that back. But yeah, James Harden, man. um, I'm piggyback off what you said. About his scoring, shooting the three, and distributing. You know, he, he he's almost uh he's a tick below almost averaging 10, 10 assists a game for his career. Right. I mean, we're talking about a top 75, you know, player all time. And he was on the all 70 uh top 75 team. The uh, 75th anniversary team. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, I was getting something to drink there. Uh <laughs> Yes, he is. And we're talking about a guy who who wants to win. Right. He's a leader. He wants to win. We saw we we heard the conversation with uh him and Doc. We heard we we saw when Harden got here. He when Harden got here, he said he wanted to win. It's go time. He'll do whatever he had to do to bring a championship to Philly, right? Mm-hmm. And then it it got sour. Because he got hurt. Sixers got bounced out again. And B got hurt in the playoffs again. Things got sour. And then no one truly knew what Harden was going to do in the offseason. Nobody knew. Then his deal comes out. And it's team friendly. Mm. Team friendly. Yeah. And the best thing about this deal, he can opt out and make it a team-friendly deal again. Right. Because he said, I want to get as many players here that want to win a championship here in the Sixers uniform to win a championship. He and, wants a championship. You can't. That's all we ask for as fans. It. It's just that we make it we, – we, we just require that you're, that you're number one, you know – the want in this league is to win just one just if you want to win as bad as we want you to win we have no issues just just make that a goal is winning that's what we want here that's, <laughs> that's not it. we don't care about what you what you post we don't care about you know what you're doing off the court as long as it's legal and keeping your name out the press just 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 want to win you don't even have to win a lot of the time 
just to get love in this city. Just want to. You got to want it. And we can see right through some Fugazi stuff when you don't want to win. Yeah, listen. Listen, man. You bring up a great point. A great point. You want to, we want you to win. We want y'all to be hungry when you come here, right? Uh-huh. If we put up with Allen Iverson and all his BS off the court, and that man, he, he can still walk through the city and have anything he wants because of his lying heart. Night in and night out, he gave you 110%. Uh-huh. Pound for pound, the best player on the court. Every night. And he, he was a, he was just had that. There's a few guys that got that that killer mentality. When he was out there with you, he we're talking about the guy that looked at looked the goat dead in his eyes and, and, hit, and hit him with the one of the most iconic shots of all time. He was never scared, never moment was never too big. And he wanted to to just to be defeat you. He just wanted to pick you apart and go right by you and make you look stupid. And, and that's and that's why we love him in this city. We always will. But he, he, like you said, he wanted to win. Mm-hmm. He wanted to win. Harden wants to win. Embiid, we know, wants to win. Now you got pieces here that want it and then want to win again. Right. It's about to say people that have won it and, and want to do it again. That's why the vets are important and why that Tucker signing was so key. So I talked to, I talked to P.J. Tucker. And, um, you know, he said, you know, he was going to be, he's, he's here. He's going to try his best. He's going to try his best to, to uh, bring a championship to the city. And I said to him, I said, man, you ain't got to try your best. Just get to the playoffs healthy. <laughs> That's all. right. And he started laughing. Just get to the playoffs healthy. That's it. That's it. That's really the book because we're, we're, we're going to obviously we're going to get to the playoffs. Right. And <laughs> what, what we can't have is we limp to the limping into the first round. Like that's the thing is like we, we start behind the eight ball all the time. And it's like I just want to go into one fully healthy. Now, it's a lot to add. This is a marathon of a league of a season. It's a long season, but that health is just so important. But it's also something that you can't. uh you know, I can't predict, but, you know, if, if, as long as they do what they have to do in the offseason and, and, and make sure they're in shape that, and Doc does what he's supposed to do, we should be able to get the minutes right where everybody Yo, you gets keep there. throwing the little jabs at Doc, huh? Oh, man, he just. <laughs> you know, I picked up on that. That's You, you got a little, listen, you got a little, uh, little radar on Doc right now, don't you? Oh, yeah. I definitely got a radar on Doc because. You know, we have to look at him as a coach objectively. Like we can't, we we can't just put we can't just every time we think we, we talk about Doc, we got all right. Well, he's an all time great, so let's just be easy on him. Now he gets he gets judged like every other coach. I, I don't care what what Popovich would do. I, I'm talking about you, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> you would ask Pop that question. <laughs> oh, good. I'm telling you. Uh, he he. Ever since that moment, I had a, had just a little, a little, you know, in my rear view. I'm always looking like, all right, Doc, let's make sure we're we're on the right track here. Listen, because- don't don't listen. I I I like where you're going with it, 
and and I'm on the same page with you. Don't get off the rail though. Don't don't go psycho crazy fire doc. Oh no, 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 not fire doc. Like, not right now. Like if when it's warranted, I I'll say, yo, young, young pit bull, have at it. I, I was never a fan. Like, I, I I'm a guy that likes consistency in, in the coaching position. Um, so right. I'm never gonna just wanna unless it's warranted, I'm never gonna be able to oh fire. was warranted. Mother father, Brett Brown was warning. Oh, Brett Brown was. I never said that's not fire, Brett Brown. I was always a you know a proponent. If you can't win with the same coach that you went through the rebuild with, because it's a you have to change the culture and the mindset of a team after that, which <clears throat> ends up being tr- very true. Um, because that you know you know I'm not even gonna get into the Brett Brown situation, but you know it, it was warranted. I had venom for Brett Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Listen, before. Go back and listen to a couple shows. Mm-hmm. When you get time, go back and listen to a couple shows with with uh, Nat and I with the Sixers coming out of the bubble, and then transitioning with Mike because uh, Nat and Mike were were cool, mm-hmm. and um, you know that's our team here, Philly Full Court Press. Everyone does a little bit of everything. I had venom for Brett Brown, and I already know one of our listeners who's listening. He is either driving his car, picking up the family, or going to the gym, or going to the grocery store. One of the three. He's listening to our show. He's laughing right now because he knew the venom that I had for Brett Brown. I used to text this guy religiously about Brett Brown, how bad I wanted Brett Brown going. And I had rants on this show about Brett Brown. Brett Brown took me out of my skin, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> he he put me into a, a hemisphere that I didn't think existed. That's how bad I wanted Brett Brown going. Yeah, you could have gave me you could have gave me Mickey Mouse and Donald Duck to coach this team. <laughs> I would have took him over Brett Brown. That's where I was at. And, I, and it was a dark place. So I understand what you say about Doc. And I don't want you to go to the dark place. Let me go to the dark place, all right? <laughs> you, you stay cool. Someone's got to be level-headed because it's no fun if I can't go to the dark place with you. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, right I, now, I like him as our head coach right now. Yeah, right now, I'm good. Like I said, I'm good with Doc right now. And, like, we, we laid it out. Yeah. We laid it out. And does Doc have flaws? Yes. Does Doc get on your nerves? Yes. Is Doc hard-headed? Yes. I mean, we agree. We agree with all that. Right. But I'm not I'm not running around pounding my chest saying fire Doc. No. When you, you had to look at what he's been through the last two seasons. Oh, absolutely. And we got to we have to look into the same scope we, you know, we looked at, at the team with, which is Last season was, uh, you know, a crapshoot when it came to everything happening off the court and all, all the press. Not, you know, it wasn't about the team a lot of the season last year. It wasn't about winning. Um, it was the players, but, I mean, where they were going through, you know, a, a circus pretty much when it came to media. But, you know, what you don't want when it comes to Doc Rivers, man, I'm listen, I'm thankful for Doc Rivers, but because what you don't want is your team to be looking for a head coach because that's a scary place because they're – 
It is. It could go so many ways. All they got to do is look right on their bench. It's I'm true. Telling you, they have three, three potential head coaches on their bench. So that gives me a little comfort. If they had to get rid of Doc or Doc wanted to do whatever Doc does, they got three potential head coaches right there. This is true. They do have one of the best coaching staffs in the league, which sets us up for success, obviously, in every way. Right. But I think that's what's going to be the difference in our offseason, getting hard and getting a full offseason with our coaching staff and training staff. So when I was down there – I uh, I watched Harden work out, get all lathered up, and I watched Maxi work out, and I watched two of our coaches from the bench were out there coaching these guys while they're working out. Harden is in shape, dog. James Harden is is in shape. And he's he's ready to win. He's ready to win. So if he's ready to win, I'm ready to win. Y'all better be ready to win. Because Philly is hot right now. Woo! We hot. This is our city. We hot. I feel bad for our fans that don't live here in the city right now. All y'all that live in Minnesota, Michigan. Florida, Carolinas, where they else are they at, Rob? <laughs> Everywhere. I can't. I can't be in the Midwest, but yeah, y'all want to be here right now, eating some nasty Wawa, drinking some Dunkin' Donuts coffee, and enjoying the last few decent uh, weather days before it starts getting brick out brick. here. <laughs> Before you got to start your car up in the morning, before you get uh, dressed. I'm not looking PJs. forward to it. I am not looking forward to that. But sports-wise, we are hot right now, man. Oh, yeah, that'll keep us warm. And and the only way we continue this is the Sixers get off to a good start, which I pre- we predicted, right? What was it? Eight and one this month of all October? Right. Something like that. I'm not really looking at the schedule right now, but we'll have time for that. Yeah, we're giving them one loss, and I'm telling you, I I feel it. I got a good. Usually, when I got a good feeling about this team, and I got a pulse about this team, I'm, I'm usually right. I'm. Lord being no no COVID sicknesses pop up this winter and no flus or this or that. 55 wins. Number one seed. Doc had him at number one seed and fighting for the number one seed with all that BS last season. Mm-hmm. Don't lose sight of what Doc has done with the team he's had. Before we let you guys go, after spotlighting James Harden, I got to ask this question. Does James Harden make the all-star team with Maxie and Embiid? 
I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say yeah. I mean, I think he'll deserve it. Will he get it? I hope so. But I think this. I think Maxi's gonna take another another leap that we're, we're, that that it's just gonna be undeniable that 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 kid deserves to be an All Star. It's gonna be special. I think this. He puts the work in. As simple simple as that. And I, I think Harden is gonna make, just make everybody look good. I, I think he's and it's gonna be. A lot. There's gonna be a lot of assists. He's gonna have a high assist season, man, and it's 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 gonna make this team something special. Hey, listen, man. That's my man, RB Robert Brown. I'm your host, Big T. Will. That's my co-host. We just spotlight James Harden, our point guard, our combo guard, our shooting guard, our Wiseman on the court, and potentially. 20 point score and all star. Mm-hmm. You guys sit on that. Join us with another episode, another spotlight episode as we hit our goal to 100. And we spotlight the starting five of your Philadelphia 76ers. Peace. What's up, everyone? It's Robert Brown from Full Court Press. You can find Full Court Press on any streaming podcast platform. Follow us on Twitter at Full Court 76 and on Instagram at Full Court Press 76. If you have any questions for us or the Full Court family, you can email us at fullcourtpress76 at gmail.com. Once again, thank you for your support. And it's always appreciated.